what's up everybody it is a snowy so snowy 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 sunday night been out driving in it all day i can tell you all about it but hey we're here we're in the studio and we're getting ready for another episode of shop talk going live in four and a half minutes so good to see you guys piling in might be cold outside but we're gonna get it roaring in here got the wood burner kicked up greg white in the house jeremy sather lisa ballard in with us steve Wills, what's up from detroit are you back in detroit secret mission complete question mark dot 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 mike draco hey guys time for shop talk good to see all you guys here hey listen i'm chris i'm normally behind the controls at cyclesource magazine but every sunday we do this little show called shop talk we invite you to come with us it's entertainment news some talk we do all kind of good stuff here everything you'd expect in a motorcycle magazine we try to wrap up in 90 to 120 minutes all the bullshit we can fit rob doer in the house Dennis Stauber, keep that snow up there. Rob Nussbaum, did you beat Mike Draco? You were two behind him. Jason Sims, what's up, buddy? Jeremy Valentine, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Everybody's here. We're three and a half minutes out. Don't go anywhere. We got a killer, killer episode coming up. Some great tech. We're back in the shop. It's going to be killer. Stick around, man. Three and a half minutes. We're going live with Shop Talk. Oh my God, this is a stop the presses moment. Tim Stahl is in the house with us tonight. I can't even believe it. I'm not even sure how you got Sunday off to be able to type that message. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Mark's going to be so excited that you're here, Tim. Deal Stereo in the house. I know who that is this time. That's the hookup with the Taylor Ham. I'll say it however you want as long as we get some more of it. Tony Tello Sr. in the house. Hey, man, saw your subscription come in the other day. Thank you for the support. Totally appreciate that. Ron McClay, Philly, PA. That kind of rhymes, doesn't it? Either way, we're going live with this one. Two and a half. Make sure you hit the like and share button. Help us get this out everywhere when we go live so your friends and neighbors know Shop Talk is on the air. Tracker, way cool. Buy all my parts from Dennis Turk. Fast shipping to the east. Thank you, guys and gals. Hey, listen, man, we're super proud to have Dennis Turk as our studio sponsor because me, myself, I am last minute all the time, and they have bailed me out more times than I can even tell you without giving up my uh, my pride and dignity right here on this show. <laughs> Mike Draco says, snow here in Cincinnati, too. Not as much as you guys, probably. Dude, it is coming down outside. Like, I don't know when the last time you drove across the Pennsylvania Turnpike was, but there was one lane clear on three coming across the mountains. Ridiculous. 58 seconds and we're going live with this one. I guess that's probably, we're kind of close. We're almost there. Sort of close enough. What the hell? 
We're starting a little bit late. Let's get this one out of the station up on the tracks and go live with tonight's episode of Shop Talk. Here we go. tramps and chopper jockeys all across the land it is just after 9 p.m on sunday night and i'm going to say just after even though i know it's well beyond nine o'clock it was ridiculous out today funny thing happened to me on the way to the studio i don't ever get to say that like what happened i tripped over a bulldog i almost went down the stairs seriously i drove the entire day trying to get here and all i had to do was run up real quick tonight or this morning, and drop off a motorcycle. I was doing a favor for Mr. Pirowitz, and uh, all day I got stuck in Snowmageddon. <laughs> it's not as funny when I got to reach over to the board, right? Anyway, man, listen, this is this is Shop Talk. I'm Chris Callen with Cycle Source Magazine. I'm going to be one of your hosts tonight. Uh, every Sunday, 9 p.m., we go live with this show. I'm joined usually by the same three lovely fa- or two lovely faces. I was going to say, there's three of us. There, sometimes right. it, it depends. I'm what's so going? Confused. What's going on with Mark? Did we lose Mark? He blinked. Yeah, he blinked. <laughs> so, Blondie, tell me what's going up in the world today. I don't know. I made gnomes today, and it snowed, and I don't. I'm just. I've been waiting for shop talk all day. Mark, you back yet? Something with your mic, buddy. Technical difficulties. Mm, That's you know, right. in the it's in the, the snow, we can blame the we snow. Can blame it we can blame, we can blame the blame snow. It on snow. <laughs> anyway, man, if this is your first time tuning in, uh, Shop Talk comes to you live every Sunday, nine p.m. through the courtesy Ish. of the Dennis Kirk Motorcycle Studio. We ship today is their motto, and uh, that's for real. Like I said many, many times, I've taken advantage of that myself. And um, killer show tonight. We got some great, great tech. Like I said, we're back in the garage. We're actually working on, if you guys have been following along with the uh, the Dennis Kirk FXR Evolution Project, we're building a motorcycle in the Grease and Gears garage in conjunction with Dennis Kirk. The object of this is for the garage build fans and family out there, they're giving this motorcycle away. So we're going to go along the process of building this motorcycle and um, at the end of it, after we show you guys, and we're, we're kind of sticking to stuff that you can order mostly. We don't want to, you know, we're not going too far into high-end fabrication and, you know, really chopping, especially for an FXR, because, you know, the FXR purists would want to kill us for chopping I did up buy for you him. some tall socks today. What did you do? I bought you some tall socks. <sighs> I didn't necessarily say I was going all tall socks and tall shocks. I'm just saying, like... <laughs> I don't know. Like, you better get back to building a chopper soon because this is like, you haven't built a chopper in like two years. Do you remember you shut how? Up. I'm just saying. Do I remember how? I'm just saying. <sighs> it's been a while. You built like two low riders and 
now you have one FXR on the bench and another one following it. I'm totally tall socks and tall shocks. I'm. Listen, I'll t- I'll take it because the what FXR the FXR in, in the Harley community has always been super classy. Oops. But like especially lately, it's really really stepped up a notch, and and people are people are getting way into it, and it's really come into its own. I'm super proud to be able to do something like this, especially with everything that's going on with like the FXR Friends Throwdown, and you know, good times. I'm just saying, it's supposed to be. What's it say? That's what it's supposed to be. Poor Mark. His his microphone, something's up with his microphone. Mark, if you can hear me, buddy, try to uh try to try to log your computer back in because your mic is not coming on at all. And I have your channel open. That's how you can hear the shotgun, the gun. Nick, are our voices different in a good way or a bad way? Do we sound like Mickey Mouse or the Chipmunks or are we on speed? What's going on? Well, hey, listen, it could be, too, because in Pennsylvania, when it snows, you know, the power goes out, the Internet gets gets weird. <laughs> There's like two inches on the ground. See, Kieran is telling me, Chris, she's telling you it's okay to build another bike. He's right. He is building another bike, actually. <laughs> if all goes well, there will be three motorcycles built this year. Jason Holman says audio is phenomenal tonight. Sounds good for you and Heather. Okay, well, yeah, Mark, not so much. I know we're working well, on that. Well, then, Nick... You have a problem in the mitten. What's in the mitten? Uh, Nick said this audio, their voices sound oh. different. So it's in the mitten. It's not here. It's not in pencil tunky. So let's uh, let's let's get to it with that. Um, we got a lot of stuff to get through tonight. And our guest this evening is patiently waiting. Um, we're going along with the theme of each week we're going to be bringing you one of... Uh, one of our recipients of the Source Awards. Um, I just actually was listening to the Five Dirty Bikers podcast, and um, and they were talking about you know what an honor it was to get the the Source Awards, and you know. Did you know that we're recording with them tomorrow? No, that's yes, awesome. Tomorrow night, I you and I, Five Dirty Bikers. That's killer. Um, I don't know if I'm excited or nervous. You should be nervous. I think I'm a little nervous based be nervous on what I've heard. Because it, it's hard for you to sit in a room with me and Mark and bust balls. Wait, wait till they get a hold of you because there's five of them, man. Can I break out my Boston? <laughs> yeah, Am you I going to have to break out my Boston? You can break out your Boston. All right. Boston's all right with me. <coughs> Excuse me. All right, man. So listen, um, every week we start this thing off with uh, with a little program we call what? The news. That's right. I think. Maybe. The Shop Talk World Report is brought to you by Law Tigers. Get the compensation you deserve and get back on the road with Law Tigers. Okay, first up in the news tonight and coming in from our own Cycle Source World Report news blog, artists lined up announced thankful project. Smokeout Rally in conjunction with Hamsters USA and founding member Ed Kerr are proud to introduce thankful. 15 world-renowned artists sign on to fill tanks. Just because someone has successful or has successfully reached the status of senior citizen doesn't mean that they live carefree days. In 2019, 5.6 million seniors struggled with food insecurity. Many of them, 63%, have had to make the difficult choice between filling their bellies or their prescriptions. No one wants to think of their grandmother that always had cookies at the ready, sitting quietly wondering if if she will have dinner, let alone a sweet treat. No son or daughter wants to realize that their mom, who had dinner on the table every night after baseball or dance class, may not have had a meal for themselves in days. This is chokes me up every time that I read this. The, the sum total of this is 
we've teamed up with with Paco, the Hamsters USA, with uh, founding member Ed Kerr, and the, the incredible list of artists. I'm just going to go through this because we're super honored for all these guys. Jace Hudson, Fast Life, Robert Pragke of Custom Auto Design, Casey Kennel of the Paint Shop, Fish Alcorn, Alleyway Customs, Corey Moraz of Mr. Oz Designs, Darren McKeg of McKeg Art, Steve Gibson, Air Oil and Lead, Dave Perowitz, Jody Perowitz of Perowitz Cycle Fab, Mo Diaz of Mo's Custom Image, Kristen Bina, Ron Tanetti of RT's North Hill Cycle, Ronnie Melendez of Weights and Paints, Scott Takes of Underground Art Studios, and Clint Kittle of Speed Freaks, all doing custom-painted tanks, for a display at the Smokeout, they're going to be in the gallery. Then immediately after, we're going to have an online auction where the proceeds of which will go directly to benefit the um, Mills on Wheel program right there in Salisbury, North Carolina, and also in South Dakota where the uh, Hamsters USA base their charities. I'm very so, excited about that project. Pretty cool. I really am. And I have to, like, I owe you an apology. I was so excited when I <laughs> confirmed everybody. I totally hijacked it. I started working on a logo the other day, and Chris very graciously stepped in, and he was helping me on it. And I was like, I have to get this out there. I have to. And I just <laughs> I just threw it up there. It's it's pretty cool. We were, we were close it's enough. It's still in process, so he's going to update it a little bit for me, but I totally totally hijacked it i'm so sorry dude tim stall says you spelled my name wrong on that list i got a fresh milk crate of spray cans so uh mark's back in are you up with us my back in. there you go yes let's get mark in here for a second go ahead buddy oh it's effing technology (laughs) you have the floor mark I'm bummed. I missed all the names for the tank art thing because I was going to like every name I would have had a comment. Oh, dude. Listen, the list the list is super incredible, but the one the one that I know you're going to geek on the most is right here near the bottom, Ron Tanetti of RT's North Hill Cycles. You know, oh, yeah. Yep, yep. Ronnie has been our, our friend and brother for a long time, but when yeah. when we were still trying to figure out you know what choppers were and you know what being a motorhead was all about ronnie was killing it and you know i I couldn't be more proud to have his name on that list and like if you guys know our bone daddy build the purple chopper that we built for michael lichter's exhibit ronnie ronnie was the man behind the trigger doing the spray work on that we all worked together on it but but ronnie was ronnie was laying down the paint one thing i have to say about it's it's nice to sorry go ahead mark no good good no you first you Uh, first good no good heather all right, uh, he's he's definitely one of the uh, one of the people I think that stayed so low key and just kept his nose to the grindstone yep. and always pushed out some amazing work and couldn't be prouder not only to call my friend but to to know that he's going to be a part of something with uh, Cycle Source again. He's been yep. a long time, yeah, long time supporter, a long time friend. And you know, you know what the best thing is about that? We always talk about how you don't want to see things, you don't want to see things change. You know, forever we had the, the subhead of grassroots motorcycle publication. It was meant to always remind us to keep, keep true to our roots, you know, and like as people start getting more popular and, you know, get a little bit of notoriety and stuff, how, how much they change. And the one thing about Ronnie man was like that never happened. Like, you know, he's built motorcycles for, for actual rock stars, actual sports stars from the the Steelers football team, all kind of stuff, yep. and and he's never been more than you know. Ronnie has RT cycles, you know. He paints stuff, he fixes bikes. He's a, he's a motorhead, yeah, he's you know. S- still the goofball we've always hung out with. Yeah, I, I 
accidentally called him and talked to him on the phone for an hour today. You can't call him without talking to him for an hour. So, but definitely one of my favorite people on the planet. So he knows that. Right on. So we're going to be. Well, now that I'm back. Sorry. We're going to be doing a lot of stuff uh, throughout the year going back and forth with all the artists from Tankful. So stick close to that. Uh, you can always visit thesmokeoutrally.com, and uh, you can see more about it all the time. You can get regular updates. You can find out everything about the uh, the Cycle Source magazine's very honored position of holding the torch for the next generation of Smoke Out Goers. Smoke Out Rally, if you don't know, over two decades as the uh, – the original good time chopper party and and we're hoping to keep that flame going so keep keep going to the website and check it out and uh get your tickets today man we'll see you at salisbury in september um next up in the news and this comes in from racer x our brothers down in west virginia mark lucas oil pro motocross championship gives up for landmark 50th anniversary season 50 years dude how about that Morgantown, West Virginia. With the turn of the new year, preparations are formally underway for the landmark 50th anniversary of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship. In conjunction with the respective Nationals event organizer, the sanctioning body at the AMA Pro Racing and longtime series title sponsor Lucas Oil MX Sports Pro Racing will celebrate the storied legacy of the world's most prestigious off-road motorcycle racing series, beginning with the introduction of a new commemorative logo for the 22 season. You know, this is this is something that's really incredible to talk about because, you know, we were talking last week about how um, flat track racing has come in and out of like the the sport of kings mystique yeah. and motocross racing. I mean, really, you know, these these you you forget sometimes. You know that we're we've been around this long enough, dude. That before they were called uh, Grand National Cross Country, the GNCC, they were they were 100 milers, you know, like the, yeah. motocross racing and, and, you know, dirt bike racing in general was a very hillbilly centric kind of deal, you know, so they called them 100 milers, the, you know, the, the kind of tracks that, that motocross came out of were, were hair scrambles and, you know, and yeah. shit like that, so it's kind of neat to see a 50-year celebration. I would love to get somebody from the inside of this organization to come on with us and share some of that history, like to bring some stuff out of the hallowed halls of their beginnings, you know? Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. And and we have a rich history of motocross in this area. That's what Oh, yeah. The Lojacks. Anybody that knows the, the name Lojack, I mean, still... Ed Lojack, who just a few years ago, we were lucky enough to be at the induction ceremony of his AMA Hall of Fame induction. And um, he is still to this day, when you combine the 100-mile races and the GNCC races that he took championships in, he is still the winningest champion of all time since they invented the sport. So perfectly, that he, you know, he's from Pittsburgh. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a little dig there. Did you get that, Blondie? <laughs> <laughs> All right, what? man. You were talking. Yeah, I was. I I, oh, I said sorry. I said nice try. <laughs> All right, man. Well, listen, we got a lot of stuff to go through. So, um, without any further ado, I think we're going to break away from the news for a minute, and uh, we're going to go to our first guest. Like I said, we're sticking with the tradition of each person individually who won in our Cycle Source Awards. Our year in review issue is out on newsstands now. We're actually putting the um, the whole thing out there one blast at a time, letting everybody know who won and congratulating them and sharing their artwork. But tonight's guest is is Artist of the Year and um, 
Heather lined this interview up for us yeah. tonight. Pretty excited. I'm very excited to get to know Jessie a little bit. I've been watching her art for a long time now, and I'm continuously blown away um, by the work she puts out and the fact that we get to talk to her about where she learned, where her inspiration comes from, and and just get the scoop on her to see, uh, hopefully get a little little inside skinny on her. Um, I think it's going to be cool. Well, let's go to the lines. Just Hanging Out in the Shop is brought to you by Spectro Oils. Made in the USA since 1966, the best oil on planet Earth. Jesse, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks. Right on. Look, perfect, Mark. See how she came on? There was no, you know... No audio like, problem. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's dark outside here too, Jesse, just to let you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So listen... Congratulations, Artist of the Year. You know, I get to I get to say that too. You know, congratulations because of the nature of our events, we don't actually do the nominations. We don't do the picking. We just become the you know the the mechanism to put this all together. But you know, as as voted by your peers, you were nominated. You know, a couple months back, and then and then voted as Motorcycles Artist of the Year. How's that yeah, feel? It's pretty awesome. Um, very unexpected. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't ever win anything, so <laughs> pretty cool. Which, you know, that brings me to believe that you have, you're extremely humble because, again, I've been watching your art for a long time now, and it's outstanding. Like, the Thank realism you. that you managed to get, it's just mind-blowing. Thank you. So yeah, I really, I really love the realism stuff. That's like my, what I like to consider my specialty, I guess. That's crazy. So for you to say, like, I was blown away, like, you absolutely belong there, without yeah. a doubt. Thank you. You know, I want to get to know, because I'll, I'll tell you the truth, I didn't know, I didn't know as much about you as, as Heather did. So when you, when you won the award, I immediately did, you know, like everybody did, I start, I start Googling you and I want to, I want to see more of your stuff. And when I first came across some of your stuff, it was stuff earlier, way earlier in your career. And I thought, I thought I had got, got on the wrong person. I mean, your artist <laughs> had such an evolution, right? And I, I wanted to talk about that. I wanted you to tell people a little bit about, you know, where, where your start is, you know, where you really started getting, you know, getting some solid ground under you with art and, and how it came to be. Yeah, absolutely. So when I first started painting, it was probably, you know, about 13 years ago. Um, it was fresh out of high school. And I was my focus at the time was much more uh, like canvas and fine art. And it wasn't very good to start with at all, which is probably what you saw. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, over the course of the 13 years, it's progressed and you know, learning my craft more, obviously, just painting all day, every day. And um, probably about maybe five years ago, I picked up an airbrush. And I honestly, I just fell in love with it. I fell in love with like the community of airbrushing and just it. Yeah, I didn't even want to like look back at like canvas painting. <laughs> no, I really dig it. Like that was that was one of the things I I enjoyed because I'm I'm also invested in the art community. Um, I also do like you know a bunch of bunch of different medium and stuff. But I like the way that you talk about art because you really ad address it like an organ organic thing. You know, you 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 talk about 
the 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 life of the artwork the life of the piece you know what what it what it does it, it's a it's a living thing for you you know it's it's more than a yeah. commodity i really dig the respect that you have for that thank you um what would you say i mean would you would you be able to say that that you have a main style or focus because I see I see a lot of different influence in the stuff that you do, but do you have something that like when it's when it's your own work that you would say, this is kind of, this is my this is what my jam is. Uh, when I'm given like full freedom to do whatever I want to do, it usually leans towards the more realistic style and definitely like a darker theme. Sometimes they're a little sexual, but definitely like the darker sort of style kind of gets me going but yeah, and as as far as realism man i mean you know even even look at your black oh, and gray yeah, with it out of the park with, with that that's for damn yeah sure. with portrait work Thank is incredible you. incredible no where is did, there something you, you haven't done yet that you want to do um not really not particularly that i can think of at least style wise i mean the um there was one that I was sitting on for a little while, the the 3D tank I did for for Good Ride. Um, I really wanted to play with this idea of doing 3D and needing 3D glasses to to see it, and that was like my first opportunity to to play with that and experiment with it, and it had an amazing response. People really like yeah. took to that. Yeah. Now that piece that uh, that we have up right now, that's that's kind of an example of the darker side like but <laughs> darker I, and sexual so. yeah, and I, I i dig it i mean that's you know that's that's where a lot of us came from you know old fangor magazine right. and so i'm i'm all about it i'm all about that style of art now who turned you on to the to the airbrush five years ago like what made you pick one up and be like i'm gonna try this um oh, i was dating somebody at the time that was very involved in the custom culture world and they just kind of suggested like hey you might be kind of good at this and you might make more money doing it and um, you know my knowledge at the time of airbrushing before that was really just getting your t-shirt painted on a boardwalk on vacation I didn't know you could do artwork with it so when he suggested that you know I started like googling and instagramming and um, you know I come across some of the you know some of the bigger guys out there now and you know, at that point, I was like, oh, like you could do like artwork, you know, like fine art. And that was like a moment of just I'm going to now do what I do on canvas, these fine art pieces and put them on these automotive services and kind of get the best of both worlds. Because I didn't even like the art that was really out there in the automotive world that I had seen, at least. Yeah. Well, and that's, you know, like even, even this piece here, when, when you look at this, like I see, I see the influence of so many different styles of art. Like there's some, there's kind of some comic book art going on there. There's almost like some street art, like some, you, you can see some graffiti influence, you know, there's, there's so, there's so much that you're putting into that. And it is like from, from those perspectives, that's, that's kind of a, a new thing, you know, for, yeah. well, for that, our that industry. Band? That van piece, I didn't even design that one. Really? That was hired just to like recreate the imagery, which well, is, that you know, is that's so what I do all, all day, every day for my own work and stuff. I, I build a mock-up and, and I work directly from an image. But this this particular project, there was an artist, two artists that uh, 
you know, it was a big van project and each artist designed both sides of the van. Each, each artist got a side of the van to design. And, um, that was basically hired on to recreate those artists designs for that project. So we have a couple questions. Um, Lance Baxter is asking, where do you get the inspiration and creativity for your artwork? I'm not creative, but your work is amazing. Thank you. Um, my inspiration is, you know, a lot of it, I don't really get enough time to do my own work. It's a lot of customer work. So, but a lot of my, a lot of times my customers kind of just give me a very basic theme, whether it's something, you know, they want a horror theme or evil or a band or, you know, something very generalized. And then they just like, let me go at it for the most part. Um, but the designs, they usually start with like one basic sort of image and the whole design will sort of like build around that one image. I don't really kind of go into the project with like a full concept in mind. Um, so it just kind of like builds itself. And it, yeah. <laughs> Was it a difficult transition for you or were you just literally a natural at it? Like the different techniques from canvas to airbrush? Um, I think, you know, you know, painting with uh, finer, I was using acrylic, which is okay. not very, uh, it's not very good <laughs> it's very like limiting on, on what you what you can accomplish with um technique or like yeah technique i guess that you know dries really quick so you can't get a blend in there and then the second i picked up airbrushing i was like oh like i can paint a portrait 10 times better now because i can paint a smooth skin texture you know and i right. think uh, a lot of times my material was holding me back and not even really realizing it and uh I think that's why there. It seems like there's such a big jump between my fine art stuff and airbrush. But if maybe I had different materials with fine art, it probably would be very similar. So I, I would say it's kind of natural, I guess. But well, my my buddy Seth always says about uh, about acrylics that it's like um, cold butter on <laughs> on dry on dry toast. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but you know. Um, all, all of your stuff is really good. Like, you know, this, this kind of fantasy art design that you have, like your, your skin tones and realism and everything. But man, I just keep going back to the horror art. Your horror art is outrageous. Yeah. It's so yeah, it's good. Awesome. Yeah. Like you the, ever think about doing tattooing or you never thought of stepping into that art also. Uh, I've been asked so many times about tattoo work and I just, um, you know, I can't find anyone to give me an apprenticeship. <laughs> really? I find that hard to believe based on there's your, not, your, your natural talent. Oh my God. There's not a I'm whole lot of show with us. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of shops where I'm at in the middle of nowhere, Connecticut. I mean, there's a couple, but I don't really think they, um, if I did tattoo, it would, it would definitely be, you know, like a realism style. And there just isn't really a whole lot of that here. And my my mindset, if I was ever to tattoo, I guess, would be I would have to be under someone who's like better than me or like in that same style and can challenge me and show me how to do it to the best of the best. Because that's just the personality I am. I just want to be, you know, I don't want to half ass it. So yeah. the ones that are really good, they're just like, we're not interested. So <laughs> Now, do you have any people that you look up to as mentors that have kind of maybe guided you through or helped you navigate these waters? 
Yeah, so there's been a couple artists that uh, when I first started, I reached out to and just had like, I mean, I didn't even know who they were at the time. It was just like, I found a couple people on Instagram and I'm like, oh, like they paint similar to how I would want to paint, you know? So I reached out to those people and I was like, what materials are you using to, to, to get this, you know, effect or whatever? Like, what do I even buy? Like, I don't have any frame of reverence or starting point. And there was a few that really were generous in their in their information and knowledge and willing to share it with me and that was I was like oh like these people are really awesome I love this community already because I've never really experienced that yeah I want to see that 3d piece <laughs> I want to see that that like in person that's that looks cool as shit yeah no that's done for a good ride for uh Carrie Hart and his event that's in California yep now, being re- relatively new in the grand scheme of things, because five years is is literally a minute, um, right. especially when you get to our our age, because we're considerably <laughs> older than you. What did, say, Heather? You're ancient as hell, Mark, and I hope you live to your two hundred. Um, <laughs> did you? expect it to take off the way it has i mean to be here for for that long and be painting for carrie hot carrie hart and paul senior and i mean the list goes on and on did you expect to be that successful so quickly no not at all i mean i feel like i feel like i'm still learning so it's kind of crazy to to think about it that people like trust me with their work (laughs) that big you know like um yeah like i'm i'm still kind of absorbing the fact that like I've hit this point so so fast I mean there's so much more to go there's so much more that I want to do but you know it it feels like it feels like I spent so much time doing fine art and I feel like there was so much time wasted because I didn't really accomplish a whole lot in that and then to jump to this and I'm you know achieving the goals that I set for myself a lot quicker it's I just think I I just landed where I was supposed to be and it just took me a while to get there i guess and sometimes that's the best part though yeah you know yeah i don't know i don't know if i consider any of that wasted time that was just honing your skills and touching every part of the you know every part of that makes your next endeavor probably even better yeah so this wait a minute i have to stop you real quick because (laughs) this this piece right here if I don't even oh, know, I don't know if that's available. If that's somewhere that I can <laughs> that I can get this, this would be this would be like I I love you forever present. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, listen, l- just so you know, Lily Munster is one of the ten hottest women of oh, all yeah. time. Excuse me, she <laughs> is, she is, man. Seriously, she is. How do you, wait? A minute, how do you go from Jennifer Aniston being your hall pass to Lily <laughs> Munster? Like, what did I miss there? Listen, Jen- Jennifer Aniston can be my hall pass because that that could actually happen. <laughs> I, you could, you, I could never, I could never get with Lily Munster. Look at this face. I mean, you, I mean, you could. She was oh married to Herman. Oh my God, I'm dying. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I mean, she was married to Herman, so you got a shot. And, and why are you acting surprised? They literally made, so- Typo Negative wrote a song about how hot yes. this shit is. I don't is. even know who Typo yep. Negative is. Oh, really? Get out of the basement, Grandma. <laughs> Where's the gunshots? I he just, just, shot, just me. shot her. Oh. Oh, jeepers. <laughs> wow. We totally, let, let me we, apologize, Jesse, now for 
you know, and and you were saying that you feel like you wasted time. Holy crap! <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that piece is already sold. <laughs> so, but, oh, well, thank God. In all reality, again, you're. And I'm assuming, based on you know how you look, which I should never say, you're you're very young to have landed where you're at, and to know that that's where you're supposed to be. That's a like that's Did, an amazing thing. Hey, listen in your in your fine art studies, like how much time did you put into anatomy and like expression and stuff? Because you know, getting getting this nailed this way. Oh, you have to do it now. No. I'm just saying this is that's incredible. Like the the expression, the everything, everything yeah. about that piece is yeah. just killer. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I actually didn't study anything professionally. I'm all self taught, wow. so it's wow. just been a 13 year plus of you know just teaching myself. And like the one thing that like drives me nuts is when people are like, "You're a natural talent," you know, like. And it totally dismisses the whole 13 years of hard work I put into it to now finally be at this level. Because it wasn't, I promise you, it wasn't always that, you know, like. Oh, I'm sure you've worked quite yeah. hard and countless oh, yeah. hours. And, you know, there. I'm sure there's got to be pieces where you're like, yeah, no, that sucks. I'm checking that. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> but you are gifted because they're like people like me. I can't draw a stick figure. I could work mm. for 13 years and still not be able to do a good stick figure. So you you do have that gift, but the fact that you n knew you had that gift enough to stick with it and and keep cultivating it, kudos to you. Yeah. Okay, thank you. listen, a couple props out to your uh I'm I'm sure you have some sponsors, but what we want to work it into the conversation about the art. <clears throat> Whose um, pinstriping brushes do you use? Um, I have no idea. I'm no? not a pinstriper. <laughs> well, I just I, I do use I do use Alpha enamel for any sort of striping that does happen. Okay. And whose whose airbrush do you use? I use Iwata. Okay. Usually rock in the Iwata HPCS Eclipse. There you go. We just wanted to give you give you a second to show some love, you know. Maybe <laughs> and everything that's in color is done with uh, Createx too. It's all waterborne. No kidding. Um, I always get asked about what, what paint I'm using, but it's it's just so like convenient, and easy to use the Createx because it's you know all the colors are right there, ready for you. And when you paint realistic or you're using so many colors, you just kind of want the convenience. And um, so that's all that's all Createx too. Do you do your for your final clear, your final overlays, or do you just do all the artwork? Let somebody come in and do the overlays on your big, on your big stuff. <clears throat> I just I just do the artwork at this point. The goal is to eventually, yeah. you know, kind of do it all of it eventually, or at least know how to do it all. You know, all of yeah. it. Um, but right now, my space isn't really conducive to to clearing in or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, look, this is this is another one. I could look at your stuff for hours, but this is another one where the expression is. Yeah. Oh, let me. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like the the message in the in your art punches you right in the face. So. And Mark, like <laughs> we we've stood we've stood this close to this cat. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, like you right? can almost see him grabbing his beard. Yep. Yep. <laughs> 
Does he does he look like that? Like I got oh, it dude. right? Yeah. Yes. Leah, like yes, I said, you does. can you can I can follow the scene from that. Like the the expression right. is so good. That's what I look said. There. Going ah, back to uh This is almost exactly what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's oh. exactly it. Seriously, in- yeah, incredible you have a, you have incredible a really you have a, a real life feel to your yeah. actual real life pictures, so that's cool. Thanks. So is I there really heard. is there any one one artist out there that if you could say, Hey, give me like give me some pointers, who would you reach out to? Is there one out there for you? Um or do you, is it just gonna... everybody? <sighs> For po- like art pointers, yeah. yeah. I'm so weird about it. I try to really stay away from other artists. So like, I always get asked, well, "Who's my inspiration?" And I yeah, really... I guess that's what I should have said. I'm sorry. No, no, I I like your point because like one yeah, time, so do I. I work I work in I work in oils, and there there are particular people that have particular particular skills that that I want to try to. I want to try to pull. And one time I got a uh, a lesson in skin tone and building skin tone from uh, David Yule. From David Yule. It was the best hour and 45 minutes of my life. Like he changed he changed my mind about my whole approach for for building skin tone and like and how to think about it, you know? And like yeah. that was when I really started to to think about color temperature of of where a person is and what they're doing and everything. And that was all from a conversation <coughs> with with him. Is there anybody's artwork that you that you look at like that and would would gain something from that conversation? I think I would I have such a hard time with this question because it's like <laughs> I, I understand like the point of it, but I also I don't I don't want to paint like anybody else. So like I respect everybody's craft at what they do. You know, right. like Steve Gibson is amazing, but he has a very distinct style, and I don't want to paint like that. Right. You know, like Drew Blair is another one, great, amazing artist, very distinct style. I don't want to paint like that. I want I want to paint like how I paint. So there's probably like little tips and tricks that, that I could that. learn to make things a little bit more efficient but like i don't necessarily uh i I really try to stay away from that because i don't want someone to look at my work and be like oh that looks like so-and-so's work you know what i I mean i totally get that like you know in the motorcycle world jeff cochran he has a very particular style and you know chris doesn't want while chris admires jeff cochran everybody says that about jeff right nobody nobody wants to get accused of yeah exactly so i totally totally understand that Mm -hmm. That makes a lot of sense because yeah, I mean that make that makes a ton of sense too. I can say that greasing gears, um, we did a segment in Sturgis once, and like I, I don't think uh, I, I agree with Jesse. I don't think you ever want to point yourself doing somebody else's direction. But I can say that we spent an hour, an hour and a half with Aaron Green. Oh my god, doing metal shaping and dude, it was like I learned more in that hour and a half than yeah. I did from years of watching other people work. So, but no, I would never want, you know, I'd love to have the talent of Aaron Green or Jeff Carter, <laughs> but I'd never want to do work like them. So that dude, your answer it's, was great. It's, like, a, it's a lot harder. It's a lot harder with art too, because you know, it's, yep. it's almost yep. like a giant magnet, you know, you watch too yep. much of any one thing or someone's stuff. And all of a sudden you see it show up in front of you. Like yeah. I, I totally get that. And I respect what you said. Well, and obviously her path oh, is, yeah her style 
has worked for her because she wouldn't have gotten to where she is yeah if she was emulating yep. somebody else so nope. keep doing what you do damn yeah <laughs> Right there's, on. A, there's always mixed reaction yeah, when I say we that. We just took over this. We just took this interview over left her out. Did you I know. All, all of a sudden, we're answering questions for you. We're telling each other what you actually meant. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Listen, in the in the handbook of how to hold a professional interview, all of this shit that we just did is they they tell you not to do. So well, back off. Just for the record, everybody in the comments is saying the same exact thing. <laughs> just like if you go back, Jesse, yeah. and read the yeah. comments, oh, yeah. everybody's like, "Just keep yeah. doing what you do. You're awesome." You're great when like, there's there's a ton there's a ton of people that are asking about work too so um you have a whole new fan yeah. club if they already weren't tell tell everybody so so they know how to get a hold of you where's where's the best places to follow you and to reach out for you if they want helmets if they want motorcycles if they want if they want custom vans <laughs> um you, <laughs> you can follow me on the painting buzz um or at the painting buzz on instagram or jessimadeira.com and that has links to everything else so so you've got a killer social media she's very very active um and she's not shy about you know showing her work in in videos and stuff like that so make sure you go check her out because it's it's truly a pleasure to see the work she's putting out on a regular basis it's incredible yes sir you have a new fan for life in me i'll tell you that like for sure (laughs) it's awesome right on well, listen, thank you so much for being here tonight. Um, congratulations again on uh, on taking the Artist of the Year. And um, I hope I hope we're actually lining up for, for an article, right? Yes, we are. Jesse, and actually, if you send me your mailing address in the DMs, I'll send you um, copies of the magazine that has that in it. And sure. I'll be in touch again to do an artist profile, which is super easy. Sounds good. I'm super excited. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jesse. It was a pleasure getting to know you a little bit more. And sorry if we uh, steamrolled you a little bit. <laughs> Just took over your interview. That's what, you you you, what happens when you come around here. Oh, around here. <laughs> around here. All right. Well, listen. You guys are great. Thanks for having me. No, thank you. And congratulations. Hope everything's great for you this year. Thank you. Take care. So rad. Bye, oh, dude. The, listen, like all that, all that stuff that I was saying, like it, it totally made me, totally made me an art geek in front of everybody. But when I, when I look at somebody that's, that's that good at stuff that I want to do, it pisses me off so bad yeah. because, you know, the the amount of time I can respect the amount of time that you have to put into developing that over and over and over. Like the the more time you take understanding anatomy and how to how to build things up from the bottom and you know like the the better that you get at it but that investment of time that's man at such a young age she has she has a lifetime full of talent right there right so when the show is over not now everybody needs to go check out her her instagram because literally you'll just sit there and scroll and scroll because it's just one piece after the next is just it's incredible all right, move on. I hate no fangirling. On what you were saying, Chris, for the Ow. people, the what the people, the people that are around you, uh, please pick one because you, know, <laughs> you were saying that you could, you know, take so much time. Cut for Christ's sake! You have fifty-three different things you do. Can you pick one oh. so we can all know which one to follow? Listen, Him? I I I did for a while, but then my life became unmanageable. <laughs> Yeah, that was cocaine. That didn't work very well, Chris. Pick something other than a long, long time ago. 
Yes, anyway, it was. And it was fun, though. Uh, I remember those days. I don't. Oh, the good old days. <laughs> Listen, I man. may still have. Oh, wait. I, I oh. don't have pictures. The shop burnt down. So That's you're right. Out. That's right. My house burnt down, too. And I didn't have anything to do with either one of them. But I do have something to do with bringing you Shop Talk every Sunday at 9 p.m. through the courtesy of the Dennis Kirk Motorcycle Studio. Um, we appreciate you guys being here. We're going to go to our tech feature for this evening when we come back on the other side we're going to get into some events so don't go anywhere you are watching shop talk stick around shop talk tech tips are brought to you by sns proven performance for the power sports industry everybody this is chris with cycle source magazine grease and gears garage and we're back in the shop today for a long overdue episode of the FXR Evolution that the um, good folks at Dennis Kirk are going to be giving away at the end of this build. Um, we've been doing a lot of stuff with this bike for setup with part selection, and I'm actually going to do a segment. One of the challenges that you're going to find when you're building one of these uh, earlier FXRs is the fact that the parts that they're making today, all the snazzy, you know, billet and colorways and not necessarily available for these bikes. So a couple tricks that you're going to have to do along the way. Um, some of it may make the FXR purist cringe a little bit. Not so much for me and the chopper kids. So we're going to stick pretty true to not overly raping the FXR frame. We're going to do a couple little adjustments that are going to help us move into some modern parts and bring this thing into the, uh, the performance era of things that are going on today. Um, what we're going to start with, and if you guys have been with us for a while, you remember my War Pony project where we took the 2003 Ultra Classic that we had for so many, many years, and through an FXR frame with Paco, we turned it into the Bonneville Salt Flat Racer that it is today. One of my best and favorite parts on that bike was a handmade set of FXR side covers. Now, with the exception of um, chopper guys, which as soon as those show up on the market, they're gone again. And, um, and I think Steve Chamberlain, when he makes his by hand, those are pretty awesome. But other than that, like the store-bought ones, I'm really not into. Um, a little bit of time and effort, and you can have killer side covers that no one else has, too. So starting off with this project, we're going to show you how we model for these. And um, actually going to show you a new way that I... I'm going to give credit to my to my kid, Killer. If you're out there, your interest in cosplay has helped me with my chopper building. It's amazing. I can't believe that I'm saying that. But anyone who's done sheet metal work knows the uh, the old template, right? The cardboard template. You get it up here, get your template drawn out, you go to work. We're going to move from the cardboard template to start to EVA foam. Now, if you see this thing that I have here, this is actually EVA foam. It's a new kind of foam that the, the people that do cosplay and make all the, you know, ornate helmets and horns and all of that. You start out with this foam like this, heat it up, and it actually hardens as it starts to cool. So this gives you the ability to really get a, a nice model. I like to have the, the actual inset dimensions and everything back here so that when we make our pieces that fold over, it's going to sit in there nice and tight. It's not going to leave gaps and stuff. So throughout this process, um, as we take some regular 18-gauge sheet steel and make these side covers, we're going to be using a lot of the tools in the garage. Um, you know, starting off with the EVA modeling, I'm going to show you guys here today. We'll move on to um, T-dollies and some slap hammers. 
we'll be using those in conjunction with the uh, the shrinker and stretcher, the um, the uh, beater bag and some hammers, um, and I don't have out here right now the planishing hammer. So all of that stuff we're gonna you know be doing cycles of this until we find a, a good groove for our side covers. Hopefully what we come up with in the end is as nice as the ones that we had on War Pony. But we're gonna start today showing you guys a little bit of this EVA foam modeling. So let's go check this out. Okay, so a couple things that you're going to need for this step of the project. Good heat gun. Um, Drillmaster makes one. Harbor Freight, two speeds, high and low, high and low heat. Um, not even sure where I got these, but it's called the On Cutter. And like for tubing and everything, this is absolutely killer. But for, for this, you'll see why like cutting on angles and stuff, these cutters are great. Uh, standard pair of scissors, some masking tape, and shoe glue or similar contact cement. Um, you know, as, as rigid as this becomes, like for different things, if you saw on the piece on the other side here, I actually put some supports in because it's not... It's not like this turns into fiberglass or plastic or anything. Yeah, let's jump in. I'm going to do this first rail across the top, and uh, you'll see I'm not quite into the corner. So before I make my indication of where I want to cut this side off, I'm actually going to do the same thing that we do when uh, when we're building frames, and I'm going to I'm going to cut that on the angle, the complementing angle of the place where it sits. Okay, so now you see it fits up in there a little bit better. So I'm going to grab my pen and I'm going to push this in to where the edge of the frame is. I'm going to cut that on that angle like that. So I actually made a little more of an adjustment, more of an angle than I originally cut it with the belt sander so I could get it to fit nice and tight in there. And you can see already Take a couple pieces of tape and just, right now this is the mocking process, we're just going to mock it up like this. All I'm going to do is make a mark, we're actually going to notch it out for that. <coughs> to get this to fit in here, I actually face this a little bit, but at this point... I'm pretty happy with that, how this thing is following this frame line exactly. We're going to do the same thing here, and we're going to play the same game with this piece here. Take this and clip the end real quick now. It's time to start heating these things up and getting them into place. Okay, I think it's good enough to get started. You can see this stuff gets really, really bendable now. Get it into position. Take our tape. Now that it's up here, I'm going to go back and, and really put a lot of heat to it so that I can make sure I want that stuff to stay in place. You know? And you just kind of keep working it as it's cooling. I'm just going to take some shoe goo on the tip, wash it up in there, maybe we'll just give it a little bit of heat from this side. 
it's nice and pliable now so I'm not gonna get crazy with the pressure on this one because we did get it so soft okay so same deal Get our top line Okay, now that that's in there, I'm going to heat it some more. Once this is all cured and had time to sit, we'll come back in with more heat and really try to form it one last time. A couple cross braces. Same deal. A little bit of shoe goo. Big fan. Okay, so that's where we're going to wrap up for today. Um, hopefully when we come back to this, we're going to take you to the next step. We're going to make some paper templates to start cutting our sheet metal out, and we'll start into the process of actually forming these metal side covers. Um, kind of excited about it you know this could be a, a neat new thing for the industry it could be a neat new tool so we'll see how it goes we'll see if it's going to be a neat new tool or just a way for my daughter to make fun of me so hey dad you know what would be cool we'll find out in the next episode of grease and gears garage for now i want to remind you guys you can get out to dennis kirk today dennis kirk is giving this motorcycle away when it's finished you want to go to denniskirk.com slash garage build Garage Build is a fantastic program that they run for all garage builders to show off their work and form a community. So go and check it out today. Sign up for the FXR Evolution giveaway at Dennis Kirk. I'm Chris from Cycle Source. We'll see you next time. Hi, I'm Tom. I'm with Banks Brothers Motorcycles. One of the things I want to show you today is our new improved engine puller. The changes to this machine has been in the arms and in the hands. We put hind joints in the hand to allow rotation of the engine, which makes it easier to get it in and out of the frame. With the angle change, we have equal clamping pressure on them. And over here, we have what's called the posi lock which allows this to be locked in place and the engine can't swing from side to side. And we're going to show you just how easy it is to pull the motor out of the bike right now. George is actually going to come in, make contact with the cylinders, tighten it down, and will pull it out of there. You lift it up, rotate it, and bring it, the assembly out of the frame. You see the motor starting to move and it centers itself. This allows no side play once the motor's in place and it keeps it safe, it can't fall out, Visit BanksBrothersMotorcycles.com to order your bank slip. We're the Law Tigers, America's motorcycle lawyers. We understand the challenges riders face every day. As riders, we want to share the road and be seen by motorists. Remaining visible is critical to our safety and well-being. That's why we work tirelessly to promote motorcycle safety and awareness. We're proud to support our community that includes riders of all stripes, if you've been injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit lawtigers.com. 
the Law Tigers, America's motorcycle lawyers. This is Rick from RKB, and you're watching Shop Talk. Everything we do at the track shapes what we build for the street and the dirt. You can see how bad these guys want it. Come race to the line. For us, racing is not for the trophies or the glory. We compete because it makes everything we do faster, more durable, and tested to a higher standard. For SNS, racing is the ultimate in proven performance, and we've been proving it since 1958. All right, welcome back to Shop Talk in the Dennis Kirk studio. Um, so, Mark, I, I saw your face while we were while we were off screen, and the tech was running. You you looked confused when when I was going into that hyper speed for the fast forward. I just realized that like after I had you know a whole two minutes of me going back and forth with a heat gun, nobody wants to watch that. So I just I just put it on <laughs> hyper speed, you know, because. I'm sitting there going, gee, I want to blow my own brains out. It's my video, and I want to kill myself well, for watching that. Well, the face was that that my eye beam was didn't even look the same. Oh. <laughs> I'm like so upset. Like, what happened? Did you paint that without good, his permission? Old eye beam. It was nasty and rusty and shitty. No, it wasn't. Yes, that right. was not. Oh. It wasn't patina, Mark. Don't get into me with this. That is but, not patina. Christopher, that was, was years that yours? And years of abuse. Was that yours? No. <gasps> you just he he oh. he dolled up one of my pieces of freaking equipment. <laughs> oh, now I wish everybody could have. I was hooking a brother up. Oh my god! Man. I'm, like, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to get that thing back over here and put some balls on it again. Now I really wish everybody could have seen what was going on over here because like he's throwing his hands up and he's like away from the table and he's like, "What's he going was, on?" And he, he was, was like, he was upset, <laughs> and we thought it was because of the video. Well, but, That's no, awesome. That was all because I lost the screen completely. Just oh. to let you know. Okay. Shit. Well, it, went, it went all the way back to the original. You know, I oh. mean, I was a little bit upset about the I beam, but. Once I gets back, I hit it with the hammer, light it on fire. Hey, great. It I almost kind of nice feel like because I went out and I was like, oh, that looks really good. But Mark, I got to tell you, if I had known he didn't have your permission, I might have tried to stop him. Me and Mark have been married well, for I so long. Say to him, <laughs> <laughs> I did say to him before he left, make sure you clean this because I just got done covering uh, it with see? TV blaster. See? trying to fix a set of heads All but right. i didn't say you know put a pair of panties on it well, <laughs> and that's exactly what i did i started by wiping it down with acetone i realized how much how much rust was on it and i took that a wire brush it to right it a there. little bit and then i realized that like under the rust and the grease there was three different colors of paint and like and I was like, you know what? I'm going to drag this thing outside, and I'm going to give it the standard barbecue black so that it looks nice in the shop. You took his paint layers nice. off? No. They're all there. You know you know the history that was there that I looked at? Just look at that thing, and I had memories. They're all gone yeah, now. I'm trying to hide some of them for you. <laughs> I, did, I did that for you. For you, I did that. <laughs> it's not the bodies, Chris. It's the memories. Oh, so hey, listen, man. Right, right, yeah. One of the functions that we perform here at Shop Talk is we like to be the purveyors of information, uh, information of all sorts. We usually start out with some news in the program. We also like to pass along your events. This is the part of the show where I invite you to please send along to us in direct message or through our email on the website, 
Send us your event flyers, runs, rallies, rides, <laughs> swap meets, party in your backyard, whatever's going on that has motorcycles show up to it. We would love to help you promote those events. Every Except w- work. Yeah, no, Don't, no, no work event. No, no work event. But every week we have uh, a segment where Blondie is going to tell you what's going on in the two-wheeled world. The Shop Talk events calendar is brought to you by Twisted Tea, the original hard iced tea that helps you keep it twisted. Blondie, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to stall him for a minute because <gasps> in my haste, you, well, you and Mark switched no, cameras right. tonight, and I don't Mark know what didn't the show up. Small talk. So no, like I have to tell you, I love your new little intros. They're so fancy. <laughs> like they're fa- like I feel like we're growing up. Uh, listen, I have to give you some pointers here. As, as your husband, it is never cool when a woman says to you, "I love your little anything." <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah, there's I'm, not, I'm gonna go with you on that one. There's not, saying. you know, even even when you say, "Oh, I love your little chopper." I love your massive that, promo. There, hey, there you go. <laughs> I can't if, even do if, it. With you, that's face. what you should be saying to me. Is you know that the promo's almost too big. It, it, it kind of makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> okay, do it. Okay, the events. Bruh. Here we go. I'm prepared. I hope Judy's watching. <laughs> She's upstairs. Um, let's see. So as long as you do it right, we'll be on the same page. That's exactly what I was just saying. Oh, it's boy. almost too big. <laughs> Garage right. Brood at the Ryan Guys Brewery in Cincinnati, Ohio, January 29th, 2022. <laughs> Following that is the Space Coast Chopper Show at Malabar Moe's f- Bar and Grill in Malabar, Florida. Is it too much if I'm like a little kid if I go back to my child- childhood and want to go space? Coast. Well, you did, so it's all good. <laughs> that is on February 12th, 2022. We're going to just leave off 22. Ah, same weekend. Cycle, St. Louis Cycle, St. Louis Cycle. You want to work it out and get back to us? <laughs> um, at the City Foundry in St. Louis, Missouri, February 12th and 13th, put on by our good buddy, Big Randall Nolge. You should be there. Um, following that is Mama Tried at the Eagles Club in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Wait a minute. March. What? Is this a leftover event? Didn't they just have Mama Tried? Yeah, that. No, they're doing it. It was so good. They're doing it again. Stop Do it again. Already. Do it again. Exactly. <laughs> We're going to have to make some phone calls and find <laughs> anyway, out. Anyway, so that's March 5th and 6th. Also on March 6th is hardcore performance show at Destination Daytona put on by our good friend John O'Brien over at Hardcore Cycles. Yeah, buddy. Uh, there's going to be a Cycle Source bike show that week, but we don't have our poop in a group yet. So nope. Chopper Time, Thursday, March 10th at Tropical Tattoo, the greatest chopper show on earth. Get there early. Bing, uh, big Brig. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, Chris. Shut up. Shut no, up. You <coughs> Shut up. no, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Oh, I haven't heard that in forever. Oh, Alleyway Customs <laughs> <laughs> Pro Invitational and Bike Show at Adam McCarley Davidson on March 12th. <laughs> the Donnie Smith Car and Bike Show, March 26th and 27th in St. Paul, Minnesota. The Colorado Super Show, Colorado Springs, Colorado, also March 26th and 27th. Who's that put on by? I don't know. 
<laughs> I can't see it. <laughs> it's not on my notes. Come on, seriously. Hey, wait, Rob Nussbaum told us this. told us last week. The Rocky yeah, Mountain to, Motorcycle have... Museum. There you go. I can't remember there a week go. ago for Crepe's sake. Oh <clears throat> man! Following that is the Texas Fandango at the Gillespie County Fairgrounds in Fair Fredericksburg, Texas, April first through third. They're going to have a chopper corral, a cycle source bike show. Carl, I also I already said the Donnie Smith show, Carl. Jeepers. All he's saying is we'll be at both. See us. Oh, all right. Sorry. I'll shut up now. I obviously didn't read them all. (laughs) They're shut up. Yes. AZ. Arizona Bike Week, April 6th through 10th at Westworld. That's money, son. Money. Are we making money? No. Oh. That event is money. (laughs) You know. I mean, we are now. Listen. I'm trying to pick up lingo. I'm, I, I, I got Amelia's sense for design using the EVA foam. Today I looked at the dog and I said, that was fire. And he walked out of the room. I don't think the dog understood. No. Neither did I really, but. I don't know. And I don't think they actually say that anymore. You're like five years too late. Just <laughs> listen, I'm just busting balls because <clears throat> I caught Jason saying it. That, dude, that is fire. I was like. He actually what? said that? What did you just say? I'm mad at Jason. <laughs> Is he trying new lingo or what? Anyway, the one show, April 28th through May 1st, Booyah! that is in Portland, Oregon. We got lots of events here, we man. We do. We yeah. did. I did some it's homework today. The Backroad Barbecue Run, May 6th through 8th in Trent, North Carolina. Speaking of which, they sent me a very nice message the other day and personally invited us, Chris. Oh, right on. So I think we need to try and make that one. Okay, hang on for a minute. Whoa. I got a bust in. Okay. Steve Broyles just used the word dope. Now I want you to dope. consider it's Steve it dope? at Steve Broyles' age, he could mean that in any one of four ways. <laughs> <laughs> and only because you're old as shit too, do you understand me saying that? Oh yeah, right. <laughs> so what we just the, had this conversation at work the other day. What are the four ways that he could have meant dope, Heather? Dope extremely cool. Okay. Dope drugs. Dope drugs. Dope as in, like, you're an idiot. Stupid person. I don't know the fourth one. Actually, five now that I, I come to think of it. Awesome. Like, super cool. Pipe dope is okay. an actual... Yeah, pipe dope. That would yeah. have been four. Okay. And the the fifth one, anything that was gooey, chewy, was, was dope. Like, the old guys yeah. used to say, like, pizza crust, is it's dopey. Yeah, they would say it. I really? Don't, I don't Steve? know. Yeah, I think but, he's yeah. making that last one up. He's gonna be so mad at me for saying that shit. He probably won't. He probably won't text for the rest of the night. <laughs> we seriously just had that conversation at work the other day. All right. It's funny, funny shit, right? It's like it's like the ten different ways to Can say. Can we go dude. back to work? I don't know. Sure. But once you turn fifty, you start remembering stuff like this. Thankfully, you forget I everything else. I don't have <laughs> I don't have far to go, but I do have just a few years. Let's see. After Backroad Barbecue Run is T- Tennessee Motorcycle and Music Revival, May nineteenth. Guy on the chopper through twenty second in Hurricane Mills, Tennessee. Bobby, Miss Bobby got our package that we sent today, full of New England goodies. Um, Smoky Mountain Chopper Fest, May 27th through 28th in Franklin, North Carolina. Born Free. I felt like I kind of should have sang that. I don't know. Born Free, as hey. free as the wind blows. Thank you. Six, <laughs> June 25th through 26th in Silverado. As, as, as MF in Silverado. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> California. And then... 
the smoke out September 8th, 9th, or 9th, 10th, and 11th in Salisbury, North Carolina at the Rowan County Fairgrounds. That's as far as I got today. I think we need to have a contest. Okay. A contest? Go. We need to have a contest. I want to know who has taken the most janky thing off of or out of a motorcycle. Dude, that is such a good contest. We need a prize. Wait, first of all, we need a prize. What's the prize going to be? I'll put together some cycle source stuff. We'll do like cycle source t-shirt, um, a whole bag, a whole bag of cycle yeah. source goodies. We'll just get some a year, year subscription, all kind of shit like yeah. that. Well, don't go crazy. Do you know how much paper is now? But the, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey, and listen, if you, if you follow the 210 ways to use leftover cycle source magazine <laughs> rule. <laughs> This this is if you can see this, it's a it's a like a wood shim, it's a door shim, but it also doubled as a battery keeper for a nineteen eighty eight FXR. God, I oh, think wait. my sportster has one of those still in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you keep the battery working. Yep that yeah, that I, was I, it, that was in in the donor bike. And it listen. It w- it was in as Along soon as soon as we pulled this out, the battery fell against the frame rail and shorted out. <laughs> Dude, hey, keep that. I could use that ship. Huh? I can use that ship. That's going in oh, the Cycle boy. Source Hall of Fame, right? Boy. So yeah, boy. I want to I want to know what janky parts you've taken out of. A okay, motorcycle. so DM us at the Cycle Source Instagram page. Um, I do have some good news for you guys. About I need photographic Instagram. evidence that it came out of the motorcycle. Yeah. Hashtag. What? Janky shit. I don't know. <laughs> hashtag. Sorry, mom. Hashtag CS shit. How do you spell janky? J A N K Y. That's really. I would janky. spell it with an E. Yeah, J E N K A Y. Based on. Based, you can't spell your name nine times out of Listen, ten. Listen, wait. I'm going to pull this off. Based on the Latin J Kingus. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, shit. All right, man. So um, I do have some good news for you guys about Instagram. All of our fans that are waiting for us to get the Instagram. I think we came up with a, uh, oh, my God, Carl Pusser. Better yet, I pulled a battery out, and there was a tampon for a cushion. That's in the running. That's great. No. Do you have a? Rob Nussbaum, I pulled a random freeze plug from a supposedly rebuilt lower end. What's a freeze plug? Well, on a car, there's so that the yeah, antifreeze, right. if, if the antifreeze freezes in the engine block, the freeze plugs will pop out. What the F they would actually be doing in an a air-cooled motorcycle, I have no idea. <laughs> wow. That's a yeah, good I one. I wonder if that guy's still looking for that freeze plug. <laughs> like like Pete Puma. No, no. What was yeah. I looking for? Not uh, threaded screw? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit so anyway back to the news about instagram i think i do finally have a solution for streaming the show live to instagram we're going to do a test tonight with uh, or thursday night with um torque <clears throat> we'll see how that goes and hopefully by next week you guys that are that's how you screw up somebody else's show yeah. <laughs> being the engineer has its benefits oh hey hold my beer um, Rob Dora, I used a Kotex to stop an oil leak to get home. I used I used pads at an old body shop. They taught me how to do this. This wasn't my fault, but I, I used it to mm-hmm. fill in uh, several, many, many dents. Fill, fill yeah. a hole? Mm-hmm. Then fiberglass. Well, at the time, we didn't call it fiberglass mud. We called it tiger hair. I don't know if that was yeah. the same thing or not. So, so you used a 
to use a uh, a pad to fill in a hole. Yep. I mean, <laughs> see the connection there. <laughs> oh, moving on. All right, man. Listen, we're gonna Let's go through. Uh, on that note, we might want to wow. say good night soon. No, nah, I'm gonna go to a feature bike. This is a uh, this is a a once run, but um, we want to oh, give it's a, in this current issue. We want to give a little extra love out because um, this is one of our favorite cats on the planet, and it is in this current issue. You can see this motorcycle in its entirety, beautifully shot at the Tennessee. Music and Motorcycle Revival Tour. So check it out. This this beautiful bike coming in to you from Johnny99. Johnny Humphrey. Um, I have Johnny 99 Customs. I'm from uh, Cherry Hill, Pennsylvania. This is a uh, 1967 uh, original Harley Sportster engine. Um, it's all Harley. It has um, Andrew Y cams, I believe, in it. Opened up the other side, has a belt drive on it um, that I guess was normally for the Sportsters. It should be internal, but it's external now. It's kind of a pain, but it worked out. Harley Rapido, I believe, gas tanks. Um, most of it, I wanted to try and stick to Sportster stuff with the, the motor. So like the rear fender was an actual Sportster fender. The oil tank was a Sportster tank that I ended up modifying and sinking it back into the, the post and uh, relieving it for the chain. Um, just has a bunch of cool little stuff. It's nothing over the top. Uh, like the integrated the pegs into the actual kicker cover and the, the chain cover is all one piece. Like when that comes off, everything, and then you can remove your your uh, shifter arm. The exhaust is all put over to the other side because there was already so much going on on this side. So that side, other than the belt drive, really didn't have anything over there. So um, I wanted to make sure I could try and balance it out so that everything worked out. What it started with was actually just the engine. What I actually salvaged out of that engine was three rocker boxes, the cams, the cam cover, and the belt drive. I learned a lot about Sportsters quickly. They're not bad to work on, it's just not my preference, but thankfully I had some good people around me. Growing up, I've tinkered with things my whole entire life. Motorcycles have always been something that, that we've grown up around. I put the Makuni on it and spent the time learning how a Makuni set up and being able to change the slide and all kinds of stuff that you can do with a Makuni. It, it's night and day. It is night and day on how this bike runs. I mean, it is, it's actually fun now. I, I kind of like a sports thing. I'll take it. I'll say it. I like it. Right. <clears throat> All right, welcome back to the Dennis Kirk Studio. This is Shop Talk, and uh, we're we're heading back into the station, man. It's been a great night with you guys. Um, still snowing out there? Anybody got a window oh, yeah. close by? I don't know. We're 50, uh, 50 yes, floors below street level. I forgot that we're 50 floors below street level. Damn it. I know. I didn't have to walk down them damn steps. I'm not usually tonight. down here. I'd like an elevator, please. We got uh, lots of great stuff. I apologize for the rerun on the feature, but... Um, Bill snow. Stevens, did you Just see? The snow. Did you see that back and forth 
Bill Stevens says, Chris, that's not body work for what I was talking about with the tiger hair. I said, bullshit, it's not. If you want to keep your job at a used car lot, it is. And he says, <laughs> you shouldn't have wanted to keep that job. Leave Bill alone. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, I was... I, I don't know. I was 20 years takes, old. Uh, <laughs> money it and takes money. A, it takes a lot of mud work to learn how to do good finish work. So <laughs> that's as body work as body work gets. And I've done body yep. work the majority of my life. Yeah, right on. So we got a lot, a lot of great stuff coming up. I do apologize for the rerun on the feature, but by the time I got home from the, the fateful journey tonight. Snowmageddon. Yeah, it just it wasn't happening. <laughs> so um, you can catch us online at motoshoptalk.com where you can get all of the 180, what are we up this to? This is 183 tonight. 183 episodes you can get in um, in podcast form. You can listen to them while you're driving down the road, like me today. I listen to Five Dirty Bikers, Fast Life Garage. Um, the um, There was like four or five more of them, and it, I just totally went blank. I listened to Speed Metal Danger for a while. Did I listened listen to, to Danger, Danger Dan. Dan? Yeah. But uh, you can check out all the Shop Talk there. You can always watch all of our episodes in their entirety on YouTube. They're there forever. You and, can um, also get them in podcast form. I just said that. What is this, Groundhog Day? Oh, I guess I wasn't <laughs> listening. <laughs> I turned my wife ears on. I'm sorry. Like always, I'm talking. She's just like, la di da I turned wife you ears know, on. You know, eat it. Jeez. <laughs> but Archie... <laughs> All right, man. Well, listen, um, let's get in the garage. Get ready because Daytona is literally just weeks away. We are counting down the clock already. I can't even believe it myself. And uh, until we get together again, thanks for sharing your time with us and um, being patient while we got through the beginning of this crazy show. Until next week, thank you so much. We'll be coming back with more Shop Talk. Same chopper time. Same chopper channel. Bye, Felicia. We'd like to thank our sponsors for their continued support, and we hope you pay them a visit when you're in the market for great motorcycle parts, products, and events. SNS Cycle, Macuni American, Baco Parts, The Broken Spoke Saloon, Twisted Tea, The Iron Horse Saloon, High Seas Rally, Twisted Choppers, Twin Power, Drag Specialties, Geico, Law Tigers, Tech Cycle, Fueling Parts, Lone Star Rally, Hijinx Apparel, Progressive Insurance, Spectra Oil, No School Choppers, Motion Pro Tools.